Hi friends, and welcome to The Spirit Scoop with Michelle. Michelle is just your typical grounded Taurus, Canadian loving girl who loves everything spiritual. Michelle is a spiritual medium, a Reiki master, and an angel reader. Get ready each week to dive into Michelle's own lived experiences, spiritual guidance and tips, awesome guests, and lots and lots of spirits, of course. Together, we'll feel inspired. We may learn something new. We'll learn to trust in spirit. And don't be surprised if you have a lot of OMG moments. So now's your time to grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and we're about to start. Here's your host, Michelle Lindsay. Welcome to episode two. This episode, I was thinking I could dive a little bit into how I grew up, sort of like the beginning of my spiritual journey. So how I grew up was, and it has a lot to do with my spiritual journey and who I am today. I actually lost my mom due to an illness. When I was seven years old, my mom, she was in and out of the hospital for a few years. Things just kept getting worse. So I spent a lot of my childhood, a lot of my memories with my mom are actually memories in the hospital. And since my mom had passed, my dad, he was in charge of taking care of all of the kids. I have one sister and one brother. So there was the three of us. I was the youngest. I was the baby. When I was young, it was it's hard to really understand like what's going on and experiencing that you're losing a parent. The way that my dad explained it and broke the news to us was explaining that God needed another angel. And now my mom was an angel. He was really good with explaining it and making us feel like She's still around and she still loves us and making it more about the bigger picture that she's always watching us. She's always looking down at us like he made us feel like she was really involved in our life still. I love how my dad thought like that because I know some people don't think like that. So I always grew up with my dad being really open to spirituality and my dad actually received a book called Talking to Heaven by James Van Prague. He received that as a gift at the funeral. That book honestly changed his life. And because of that, it changed my life. To this day, I'm really thankful that he received that book. And what he learned in that book was how to talk to heaven, how to receive signs, how to open up yourself to that. He's going through a really tough time raising us kids, working full time because my mom, my mom never, she was a stay at home mom. So he had to take care of all the bills and he had a lot on his plate and he's grieving and he has to make lunches and he has to do my hair in the morning and brush it and shampoo it. And he did a really great job. Now looking back on it, I don't know how he did it. Like it's just so much work and um, especially to do it on your own. So the book, my dad has set so many great stories of all the signs and things that have happened in his life, like regarding my mom. And I would love to love to have him on the podcast one day if he would ever come on. But he would 
have these spiritual experiences and he would tell us about them. He would always encourage me and always tell me that I can talk to her whenever I want to, whenever I'm sad, whenever I'm lonely, whenever I'm just, I just want to talk to my mom. He always encouraged me to talk to her. I think I was out of all the kids, like, I don't believe anybody else did it. I think I was the only one. And so I am the one that kind of, I was more open to that as well. But with my dad constantly like, accepting me and telling me and kind of teaching me how to do it from a young age. I'm really grateful for that. So I could say that I've grown up talking to my mom. Um, I wouldn't say that I grew up seeing spirit or feeling spirit, but I definitely had that open communication where I just felt like she's always around and I was always protected and safe. So I would say my spiritual journey really started when going back to the book talking to heaven I grew up really not liking reading like I for school we'd have to read a book and I just I wouldn't read it and there'd be a quiz on it and I would just guess the answers for some reason reading was really hard for me to read I'll read a page but I don't remember what I just read I find it really hard to get through books so I never was a reader but Because my dad would say such great things about this book, Talking to Heaven, I really would try to sit down and force myself to read and understand. For some reason, I would read like two pages and then I would be like, I forgot what I I forgot what I read. And it was almost like it's such a weird feeling to describe. You know, when you're reading like a foreign language and you're trying to read it and you're really like you just don't understand. And it's almost like your mind goes white and it's like the pages are blurry. And it's like you really can't understand the understand the words. There were so many times I picked up this book tr- really trying to read it. And like I could read, um, but I had a struggle and I wasn't able to read this book. And now looking back on it, it just like it wasn't my time to dive into this. And my time came a little bit later, but it was so interesting how I was like trying to force it, but I couldn't. And it, was, it wasn't my time. I wasn't meant to read this book at this exact time. It was almost like I was too young to dive into this part of my spirituality. And I needed a little bit of growing, a little bit of growing up before I'm able to tap into it. So when my time came, and I believe I was around 18 years old. So around this time, I was 18 years old, and I was working a part-time or full-time job at a kid's party place. <laughs> it was called um, The Great Escape in Langley. One of my co-workers, um, she was a mother. I forget how this came up, but she was telling me that she went to the psychic and the psychic told her everything that's kind of happened. He told her how she would have a daughter. He told her she would have a son. He, he told her how she would meet her, her husband And she told me everything came true that he said. And that was like years and years and years before after she had the reading. So she gave me his number. I drove to this park. It was like a campsite trailer park area in Surrey. At this age, I feel like I'm just invincible. Like I'll just go on my own. No, I don't think anybody knew I was going there. Just like fearless. And it was like a 20 minute, half an hour drive away. And it wasn't a little bit of a less safer area than where I lived also but I didn't think anything of it because it was somebody that was referred and everything was safe and fine at the end end of the day but it's just looking back on it I'm like I don't know if that was was actually like a good idea but I went to my first psychic 
So I went in for my mediumship reading and I sat down on the chair and it was just, it was this taller guy, older man, and he sat down in his chair. We were like across the room, pretty at a far distance. He asked me to sit down and I was just so nervous. He just asked me, do you have a mother in spirit? And I said, yes. <laughs> he says, I was like so nervous where I'm like laughing, kind of thinking about it. He was like, um, oh, your mom, she's here. She wants to talk to you. And I was like, my heart was just beating out of my chest. And I was like, oh, what does she want to say? And I'm just like so nervous. Like, I don't think I've ever been so nervous in my life. And the first thing he said was just that she's so sorry she left you. I think I just instantly started crying. Because I think I could also feel the energy in the room as well. And it's just at that point, it was like a little bit different when someone's telling you that she's there. It's almost like validating like, okay, this is why this is what I'm feeling. And maybe that's the nerves I'm picking up because sometimes when we sense spirit, we also feel so nervous too. It's that reading. There was a couple things that I remember. He actually gave me a recording of the reading, like an old, old cassette tape. And I had to go to London Drugs and buy like a machine to play this tape that he gave me because he says you should listen to it over again because sometimes you can hear different sounds or voices during the tapes that sometimes it picks it up what he said to me in that reading was he asked me have you ever seen your mom before like have you ever seen her have you like I think he meant like have you seen her in a dream or have you seen her just like as a spirit and I said no I haven't seen her but I want to and he looks at me and he says all you have to do is ask and as I, as he told me that, I kind of rolled my eyes thinking in my head, oh yeah, sure. It's just that easy. Like I haven't wanted to, like, have I not asked already that I wanted to see her or I talk to her all the time. Like she knows that I want to see her and it just didn't seem believable, but apparently all I had to do was ask. I went home that night. I went home and I put in the cassette tape and I started just taking notes down because just trying to remember writing down everything that was said and what happened. And I'm playing the cassette tape, and I'm just also doing the same thing as I always do. I just I start talking to her, as I'm just always very connected to her that way. I was home alone. Of course, these things happen when you're home alone. I have a TV in my bedroom, but it was turned off. So just imagine like a TV that's already turned off, where it's like a black screen, but it kind of reflects and acts like a mirror, right? So as I was talking to my mom, and my dog was there sleeping, I kind of glanced over at the TV. You know when you kind of are daydreaming and you are just, you're glancing in one spot for almost like too long because you're just kind of like thinking about something or daydreaming. I was glaring into the TV for about four seconds. And then after the four second mark, my mom appeared sitting at the end of my bed and I could see her reflection through the TV. As soon as I saw that, she looked just like the same. Like she, she wasn't like a white figure that was glowing or anything. She had her long black hair. She had her regular clothes on. She literally looked like still like a, a human, I want to say. You know, she didn't have that like spirit body. She just looked like she was a real person sitting on the end of my bed. And as soon as I saw the TV, her sitting in the TV, I moved my head to the left side so fast. I looked away from the TV like like too scared to really see right I couldn't see her at the end of my bed with my naked eye I was freaking out I was like oh my gosh oh my gosh did I just see that correctly (laughs) am I tripping um okay so I was like okay I'm gonna look again so I slowly start moving my head back to the tv 
And at first glance, the TV, I don't see anything. She would only appear after like four to five seconds of me literally glaring into the television. So I started to glare into the TV again. And then it was around like the five second mark where she appeared again, sitting at the end of my bed. So so I seen her twice. (laughs) That was like my second confirmation that I needed. And I was like, holy crap. Like that, the psychic, he told me all I have to do is ask and I could see my mom and I didn't believe him. And that happened the same night. That was my first huge spiritual awakening. Like I've always believed in the afterlife. I always believed I was talking to my mom, but at the end of the day, it's like, if you don't see the see spirit, if you don't feel their energy around you, it's like, sometimes you feel like you're just talking to the sky or a blank wall. So to know that, like, I've been talking to her all this time and to see her, like, that's, like, all I needed. And it really just opened up my mind to the next level of what I believed in or the next level of spirituality or the next level. And it started, I just started asking so many more questions and I wanted to deep dive into everything spiritual. But at this time, I didn't even know of any authors like books to read other than the talking to heaven book it was hard to find like a medium or a psychic and it was one of those things where you know they would have them at the peony the fair but like those it's like you don't believe in them almost you just you know people that they wear like the outfits and they and it's like how do you find how do you for sure find a real medium or a psychic or somebody that's really good at their job and is just doing it from the heart and it's almost like you needed like a referral like if, if somebody that you know went to a psychic that was came true or medium that they were able to talk to your loved ones it was almost like that point where you wanted to go to everybody somebody that was referred to you so it wasn't easy to find a medium or a psychic but I am so thankful for this experience and it was so interesting looking back that I wasn't able to see her with my naked eye but I was able to see her in a reflection of a tv it's pretty crazy but I felt like me going to my first medium was me opening up the doors to spirituality and being like, I am ready. I am old enough. Like, I feel like earlier I was like too young or it wasn't my time. Like, it didn't feel like it was my time, but at 18, I felt like it was my time. And it was almost like something that I've always been waiting for. Like, I was waiting for these doors to open, but we didn't, I didn't know when it was going to happen. Right. So at this time, that's when everything started happening. (laughs) Ever since those doors were opened after that, my life literally just flipped upside down. And at first, it's always that feeling of, I would get the feeling of being super, super scared. Like, oh my God, what just happened? But at the exact same time, being like, that was the coolest thing ever. And it was like this adrenaline that I wanted more. It was always something like spirituality and just spirits talking mediums going to psychics like that always just I always felt that pull that always interested me and that always seemed like the coolest thing ever like so that was the beginning of my spiritual journey stay tuned for some more stories some experiences that have followed this the next episode will probably be about dreams how spirit would come to me in my dreams So thank you for spending your time with me today. I spend a lot of my time on Instagram. So if you want to follow me at Instagram, check out Soul Connections with Michelle. As I look at my phone, it's 111. 
Um, right now, I am offering distant and um, in-person Reiki. Right now, you can check my website, my my link on my Instagram for all of my offerings. I am offering mediumship readings, card readings, and also distance healing, energy healing. So check all those out. And if you feel called to, join my newsletter to stay up to date with all the new exciting things. And if you have any questions at all, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I love hearing from you and hearing your stories. And I'm hoping that I'm hoping that this story and this episode will help give you guys a little bit of insight on my the beginning of my journey and why I am the person I am today and what's got me here. Okay, I'll see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.